That's <laughs> Japanese Mabel. So Nona made fun of him. When Nona makes fun of you, that's that's the knife that cuts the deepest. You know? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's the sweetest lady ever. The problem is she's always honest. So that's why it always hurts the most. <laughs> Yeah, and the grandma always says it like it is. That's how it is. Always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, good. Yeah, mom, she finally texted me back. That's oh, nice. Yeah. Probably knows what I was talking about her on the pot. That's what. I think Tony <laughs> I think Tony did the live call the uh the speakerphone call and while they were Oh, here. classic. I absolutely dislike that more than anything in the world. Oh, it's the worst. It, it, I it, nothing is worse than calling and everyone's like, "Oh, let me put you on speaker," and then there's this yeah. long pause. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> like you never, nothing. You get nothing. nothing. Yeah, it's the worst I experience. I never do speakerphone in general, like at all. I'm, I'm still kind I've of never. I don't think I've ever been talking to somebody and just been like, oh, "Let me put you on speaker, buddy." No, <laughs> I can barely hear you, but let me see if I can do the speakerphone that's never worked in a hundred years. Uh, <laughs> see if we can get this. Like, dude, I've never had that. No, I'm like, a pure headphones guy. Yeah, I, the speaker conversation is just such a mess, and especially in a group setting, it it, it never goes anywhere. Po- n- nobody gets a point across. No. Yeah, I don't know. That Tony loves it. Mom loves it. Yeah, people like people like Tony, people like Mom. Yeah, of course they love it. They, you know, because you feel like a rock star in that moment, right? Center of attention. You do kind of command control of the room. Yes, because you have the phone. And she probably loves it for Tony, right? Because Tony's command. That's Tony. And <laughs> try to. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about Tony. No, I'm just kidding. Tony, and that is the kind of quality podcasting you get here at the Dude Man Podcast. You get natural. <laughs> Straight from the gut sound effects. <laughs> I, was listening to, I, was, I was listening to one of our episodes where you burped, and I don't know if anybody else caught it. The only reason I caught it on the podcast is because I remember when it happened in real time, hoping nobody heard it, but you could catch a fart. <laughs> and I was, I was thinking, thinking like, every podcast I listen to, everybody edits it. They do multiple takes and try to get them. Dude, we fucking open up the beer, light up the fucking, hit the dab rig, and hit record. (laughs) And you get to see us at our worst. That's why we don't do video. It'd be so incriminating. So incriminating. <laughs> oh man! Like sometimes I'll be like, "What the fuck did I just say?" And it's like, "Yeah," because you're on the phone with your brother, drunk. You know, there's no no filter. You know, some of those earlier episodes, though, I gotta admit, we it was just you and I, and we weren't even doing live at the time. I think I would just plug my phone into like the computer, and you and I were just like cranking them and just. I would hit record and it would be like four or five hours, just straight, no stops. Like, it got violent. Well, that was in the, the fucking peak of COVID. Oh, yeah, those were good times. 
Good BS, times. Uh, yeah, that's, those were some of the best conversations if you listen. If you go back and listen. <laughs> so funny. There's some fucking comedy drums in there. <laughs> oh, man. Well, oh, I'm glad they left. Now you can uh, go at it uh, in full volume, right? Full volume, yeah. I turned the gain up a little bit. At the beginning, it kind of there was an element of like you being at a bar. I kind of liked it. Really? We should do a live podcast at a bar one day. That would be outrageous, right? Uh, I don't know how you, we'd have to be like at the same bar. Yeah, you got to come out here. So, yeah, I so. do. And I have a bar Two down years. the street. I could probably just be like, yo, I'm going to set up this podcast with my brother in the corner. Anyone can come Dude, talk to us. Would, <laughs> it would be awesome to get like real people's opinions. This is the NASCAR bar yeah. I was talking about earlier. There's some real people there. Actually, a lot. So in my neighborhood, a lot of firefighters. And this is kind of the firefighter uh, hangout bar around here. Ah, uh, okay. Some of the most massive trucks. Like I didn't even they know. I didn't know they made <laughs> 3,500 <laughs> as a series. <laughs> It's the most extreme sized machine I've ever laid my eyes on. I ha- seriously, it these guys have Ford trucks and you know what I'm saying that like I didn't even yeah. know they went up to these numbers and they're like monstrosities, pure diesel and just just ass kicking machines. Yeah, man. with the giant exhaust in the back. Oh, two of them, dude. Blow, you know, yeah, the, the dual massive. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they peel. <laughs> they get out. Oh, dude, yeah, it's. They mean, uh, but these are fight. These guys are protecting us, man. When when you need them most, these are the guys you need. That's who you want. So, they're interesting folks. Expect, uh, especially out here. I know you're not really familiar with this, but. We have a lot of issues with fires out here, natural fires in Colorado. Uh, yeah. We recently, like the one in Boulder, I detailed in one of our episodes a while back. Yeah. Emma trying to basically escape and drive through it. Um, and that was just in the open plains and field. And literally, it's just the high grass just catching and the wind taking the, fi- the flames. And just all of a sudden, poof, a thousand houses up in fire, like in... Yeah, that's yeah. insane. A few hours. How fast that moved. Yeah. But it's it's dry out here. It's desert land, you know? And that's just what happens. A lot of lot of fires. And so firefighters out here are kind of uh that's a big deal. You're a big deal. You're an actual yeah. hero. You're actually coming out and saving lives and risking your life, especially these wildfires. Those are some seriously dangerous situations. So it's kind of cool to hang around these guys, uh, and when they're not fighting fires, uh, one of the guys I know he's he does jujitsu. He teaches. I got a question for jiu-jitsu. you. Do you do you ever feel the need to ask them their pronouns? Never once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, never yeah, once. Okay. They yeah, would probably they would probably like punch me in the fighting. face actually if I asked that. <laughs> I would actually, and even the, and especially this bar. I'm not kidding. I think they would legitimately just knock me out. <laughs> it would be the first lynching in 50 years. You know, Italian. <laughs> you know what's funny about this bar is one of these firefighters. If I asked them their pronouns, would knock me out, and then the bar would continue without breaking a beat and just stepping over my limp body, <laughs> like laying there nobody would do anything they would just keep operating that's the kind of bar this would be. it's a great place yeah i thoroughly love it. 
<laughs> but yeah. firefighters, uh, good folk to hang with, man, and good. You know, they like to drink when they're off, man. They party. Oh yeah. They hit it hard, and uh, I gotta say, I, I I always tell them, uh, you know, it's it's good to be friends with some firefighters. If you're gonna yeah. be, if you're gonna pick some friends around the neighborhood, we grew up. Our neighbor Barry was the, like a uh, one of the big brass of the police in our neighborhood. That's a good neighbor and friend to have. It you is. you want to be close with those kind of people. You get away with certain things, or you get help when you need it the most. You know how there's always like a different vibe around firemen, police, and everything. Yes. And I I always think it was like uh, when I was in like the one thing I missed the most about army life was uh and I, you know it's kind of similar like those you know army guys are great to party with drink yeah, with you know for sure um i missed that the one thing i missed about that life was just not having to worry about any of the bullshit everybody else worries about every day <laughs> right. right yeah like those guys it's a it's a very secure it's a secure job right, right. yeah you're not gonna get fired the paycheck's always gonna be there you're not going to get outsourced, you know, it's just everything's taken care of benefits wise. You just, you really don't have the stuff you're worried about is totally different than the stuff that that guy is stressing it about. You know, right. that's true. I don't know. Does that, does that make sense? Like, it actually does. Well, actually, that's why they're able <laughs> they, like, like that lifestyle, you're able to go home and just relax and not worry about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas when you're a guy who's like running this corporate ladder, you're right. going home and you can't relax. You still got to be thinking and moving and doing, you know what I mean? You're always worried. You can't go out drinking and just unwind. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I, well, actually, you alluded to it earlier, and I think this is kind of where you're heading. They're just comfortable with themselves. Yeah. And their life and everything. Yeah. And yes. People lack that confidence yes. because they're, I don't know. Oh, we've been and talking you know about. what? That's a great point, Ben. And you know what it is, too, is they're very comfortable. Like, you look at a firefighter, and he's got, like, just a regular house in the suburbs. Nobody looks down on him because he's a firefighter, right? Right. But everybody in society is looking down on the guy that's just happy working at the grocery store, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and what's, Yeah. Which and is, what's wrong with being that guy who's just happy making us a, a life? You know, there's a there's a really comfort. Like I don't know, man. I I've kind of found myself in that place where I, I just like I'm comfortable and it's fine being comfortable. I don't need that million dollar mansion. To be honest with you, I don't even want, I don't want that fucking fifteen hundred dollar t shirt. You don't need the cashmere sweats. You're comfortable no, in your sweats. And my twenty year old, my twelve year old sweats were the best. You know, I look forward to getting in them while I'm at work. <laughs> you know, you know? I dream about them sweats. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, there's a there is a good comfort that you're right. They are comfortable with themselves because they're not. You're a firefighter. You don't have to. You're you're not fighting to move up in this corporate world. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, people who are in that corporatized environment, you're not on, you're constantly under this microscope, and you're battling between fighting up the ladder and fighting the people below you on the ladder. And yeah. and firefighter, you know, yeah. as a firefighter, you're just concerned about the guy holding the ladder. 
and that's really kind right. of uh, the difference in the whole game between you, the people. You, you know the uh, you know uh, Adam Carolla. They always talk. He talks about the Serengeti, the lion sleeping in the Serengeti. Yes. Right. So the lion gets to sleep in the because they're the baddest, they're the biggest, they're the meanest. Right. But they're always fighting to maintain that superiority. Right. Right. The firemen, they're the elephants. Yes. They sleep wherever they want to, but just because nobody fucks, nobody fucks with them. <laughs> nobody even minds that they're there. They don't fuck with anybody. Nobody fucks with them. You know, that's what they are. Yeah. Man. It's crazy. Peaceful. Yeah. I don't know how we got on that topic. Sorry. Hey. Sorry to our listeners. Uh <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Good stuff. Very good stuff. But uh and I'll, <laughs> I'll actually uh I'll tell you what. We'll swing away from that and I'll tell you something that was going on in the world today, Mike. Are you excited for this? Ooh, yeah, what happened today? I actually I snuck it onto our notes, and I feel like you didn't even notice it, which I really like about this. Fox News alert. The first lady, First Lady Jill Biden, has been overseas and just made a surprise stop in Ukraine. She met with the First Lady (laughs) of Ukraine. Like, this is breaking news. They have it today. Breaking news. She went to a school in a western city, in a city that's seen its population doubled because of displaced Ukrainians fleeing to the west. We are awaiting details and video of their meeting. We'll bring it to you when we have it. Now, I don't know if you saw this, but at the same time, Bono from U2 was also there. Why? And I sent you a clip of it earlier. (laughs) I don't know if you saw it, but it's fucking hilarious. And it's him with this... I, I don't know. I think there are soldiers for Ukraine, and they're singing... A song, but with Ukraine in the lyrics, it's really bizarre. And Bono is standing part of it, sort of. And Dude, they're trying really so weird. hard to make this a thing. They are trying so hard to make you care about Ukraine. I, now you're bringing to. in Bono. Oh yeah. With this, what is this? 2004. Bono. Are we singing for AIDS? Yes, I was just thinking that, man. You just read my... You're psycho, dude. (laughs) I was literally thinking of, like, Farm Aid or, like... uh, Yeah, Farm Aid. AIDS thing they did. I'm not kidding. They're, like, trying to... I think they want to do that, like, the giant concert thing, but they can't because they're still, like, doing COVID, sort of. They're not... Like, they can't... They can't make it happen. They have too many elements playing against them. I, uh... I had a teacher one time that uh, when I was a little kid who was a good juggler. Right. She, would always, <laughs> she would always do this thing where uh, she would say every ball is a lie. And you know, when you lie too much, you could keep them in the air. But when you, you, know, you could keep going and some of you are really good. You could do a lot of them, but eventually it becomes too much. And then all the balls would fall down after wow. she had like nine going, you know? Wow. That's, that's what's happening here. <laughs> All their, all their balls are falling down. Yes. <laughs> they, they, they can't keep track of all the lies. And now this ball, I need to catch this ball, but what am I going to do about that other one? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, send Jill Biden. That's what they yeah. that's what yeah, 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 yeah. No, But it's like with everything, dude. What do we do about Ukraine? What do we do about the trannies and the, and the, and the Roe v. Wade? It's like everything is just falling apart around them. All their balls are falling. <laughs> 
I do think it all yeah. collapsed. The Roe v. Wade and the train and the gender thing was the most catastrophic disaster for Democrats, I feel. Absolutely. And it collapsed Absolutely. in on itself simultaneously simply with Roe v. Wade. This is why I broached this on our previous episode, and I actually now more stand by it. I think the Republicans leaked the Roe v. Wade verdict. I think they purposefully wanted to implode the entire entire Democratic narrative. You cannot. I don't think they did. Yeah, I don't think they did. It's just it's a brain explosion. You can't argue there is no gender, but then argue gender rights. It's crazy. I agree, but I I don't think I think the left just released it, thinking that it was going to be a huge win for them. And the funniest part is. You, you released that they're overturning Roe v. Wade, and four days later, it was no longer on the news. Mike, it four days later, it was gone. Fucking disappeared. It's out nowhere today. Nowhere. It wasn't on there yesterday. They released Monday. By Thursday night, it was done. It is gone, right? Like it's gone. Oh, it's gone. Oh, it's gone. I was pretty shocked to see that it quite literally disappeared. It's so hard to fight it. It's so hard to fight for it. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> you mean fight for Roe v. Wade? Well, yeah, it's just everything. The the abortion, and, you know. Yeah, uh, I think no, I I think they're it, lo- they're losing battles. That's the problem. These I guys agree. Are starting yeah, battles right. yeah. that are just not a winning. Like even if you win the battle, what are you really winning? You know, like like the transgender thing. Okay, we all we all agreed to call this dude a chick. Right. What did you guys win? Nothing. You didn't right. win any votes, you know? You certainly aren't winning any elections from that. <laughs> you know? You, you you convinced us all to call this guy a girl, and you just won that gr- one girl's vote, but you lost all ten of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, we're going to call her a girl, but when I go to that ballot box, I'm going to vote against this crazy. Losing the narrative. In fact, they're losing all the narratives. Right? All of them. All okay. their balls are falling down. So That's then, the what do you do when this is all crumbling down? What does this administration? What's their only move to do here? Blame Trump. No, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Mike. Racism. No, dude. Well, yes. Well, no, but yeah, Mike. Yeah. You know what they're gonna do? If your narrative isn't working, you gotta change the person speaking the narrative, dude. I just wanna. Uh, take the opportunity to celebrate and congratulate my... This is Jen Psaki introducing the new White House press secretary. Mm, Because she's going to MSNBC. I'm going to ask you this question, Mike, here. What do you think she's going to talk about first? Her qualifications (laughs) for the job? Or her gender preference and her race? I'm going race and gender. Preference. Sexual preference. And uh, and the jury says... <laughs> friend, my colleague, my partner in truth, Corrine Jean-Pierre, the next White House press secretary. Uh, now, many people in this room have known her for some time. Um, but for anyone who does not know her, I want to provide a little bit of a primer for you. So settle in. Um, first, as you all know, she will be the... 
she sounds kind of drunk, right? Oh, she's celebrating. Yeah, <laughs> she just landed. She just you know, she just landed an eight-figure contract. Yeah. Here, all right. Here we go. She's definitely going to totally talk about how qualified she is for this position. This is all yes. about qualifications, baby. First black woman, uh, the first out LGBTQ plus ah. person ah. to serve in this role. Uh, oh, stop um, it right there, Frank. Uh, stop right there. Stop right there. Let's see. Black, check. check. Female, check. check. LGBT, check. Oh, yeah. qualified. Qualified. <laughs> what was the job again? It doesn't matter. Uh, black, female, LGBTQ, check. Is that Supreme Court? Or what were we talking about here? Dude, I can't believe this. <laughs> I know, man. I, I know. It's, it's a parody onto itself. As representation I, I love it because they keep hiring black females. Doesn't matter whether they're good or not, just a black female. How is that working out for you? It didn't work for the camel, right? Like, like is this really, is, this is your game plan? Is it really working out good for you? It's really... I have to say at this point, you're kind of being a little racist with your picks. Maybe it just seems like you're being a little one sided with some of your picks, like three in a row. I don't know. I mean, black people are only 13% of the population. How many of that percentage is, bl- is gay? How many is female? How many? You know what I mean? It's amazing. Like, Representative, Mike. Totally representative. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, fine. Okay, I guess uh, lipstick, uh, leather-clad dog man was not enough, right? We got to go further. Oh, further. yeah, I totally forgot. How how crazy is it that I totally forgot we had a leather dog face guy <laughs> in, charge, in, in charge of our nuclear waste? Nobody's even talking about the leather dog face guy. He's not even... He's not even, like, not even on the map. He's not a blimp on the radar at all, dude. <laughs> Leather clad dog face guy. Nobody cares. That's how crazy that's how crazy it is right now. There's a guy in the administration right now who in his off time takes other men around on a leash. <laughs> Dressed as dogs in leather. Dressed as dogs in leather. And we're not even, we don't even care about that. That is so far down our list of shit we got to worry about. Oh, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Hey, Mike, but qualifications, man. Qualifications. And she is going to, uh, she will give a voice to so many and allow and show so many what is truly possible when you work hard and dream big, and that matters, and we should not, uh, we should celebrate that. But I also want to make clear what all of her qualifications yes. are. Oh, let's hear them. <laughs> no, We're I, fucking 20 I, minutes into this. I stopped it. It's 56 seconds. No qualifications. <laughs> let, me tell you, let me tell you why you should hire this lady. I'm going to talk about, <laughs> she's black, she's lesbian. 56 seconds later, let me get to her qualifications. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> well, Mike, the, the ladies at The View, man, they lost their minds oh, over this. Oh, let's hear The View. Are, Don't are, tell me you have a view. I have some view. This is the, uh, the, this is the ladies at The View. like you lost weight <laughs> oh sorry sorry wrong wrong clip there uh that was my mistake that was just some clucking chickens yeah sorry that was my neighbor's hands there 
I, I hit the wrong button. Here's the ladies at the view. Sorry, but you may not notice a difference. Chris Cuomo, I know, Pat, okay, but I, I know you're having a novel point, uh, a novel idea for somebody who, you know, I suppose. I'm so sorry, I'm so kidding. 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 I'm all confused. I don't know which clip is which now. That's which one. Oh my god. How, was, how, how, are the, how are the ladies in the first video more articulate? <laughs> okay. All right. Back to the ladies at the view. Oh, oh I'm sorry. That was. Oh my god. I keep. I, it's, I can't tell them apart. Okay. Seriously, ladies at the view. Here we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Chris Cuomo, I know, okay, but I, I know this may be a novel point, uh, a novel idea for somebody who's, you know, a supporter of Trump, but there are people who are capable of being related and not having ethical interests. Many things imagine. that I don't stand by that Trump mm -hmm. did. Trump has done things that are racist. I'm a black woman first, so always understand that. Mm -hmm. But I do say that I have many conservative values that I will talk to you about. And so if you look at your network you that you're Republican? standing behind, yes, and when you look at your network that you're standing behind, you're saying that you look at Chris Cuomo. I feel like that's an oxymoron, a black Republican. You feel oh, like it's a uh, oh, it's gonna get how is that not racist? Hey Well, cause she's also black, I think. Or oh, uh okay. Blatino. There's something going on. Yeah, yeah, there's um at, there's no more white people on the view anymore. Are you serious? What about I, Joy Behar? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I forgot she existed. Yes, Joy Behar, you're right. That's because she's, she's a Jew and you're a racist. Yes, bingo. <laughs> that was just wishful thinking, Frank. I was confusing it with um, uh, Top Chef, which you know I brought up several episodes ago, oh, and I yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're down to the final eight. There are no more white contestants on the show. Ah, uh, that's a shocker. Hey, Mike, you know it's those times. Yeah, we don't exist yeah, both on TV shows and commercials. Uh, Frank, I don't know if you are uh, aware of the Colin Kaepernick documentary, but he made it very clear that white people do not understand seasoning. So, not shocked at all that the white people got kicked out. You're right, actually. You're, you're actually so right. You understand because of the judges they've had and the demographic of judges that they've had. Um, it totally makes sense. Now that I have been informed by Colin Kaepernick, the black man, not just a black man, the black man, that black people are predisposed to, to this craving of salt and pepper. <laughs> not my words. It's Colin Kaepernick. Well, here's this lady on The View who is some, I think she's Latino or Latinx. Latinx. Uh, Latinx, yeah, Latinx. Sounds is, Latinx. <laughs> sounds like, like Kleenex. And Kleenex. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, she uh, I don't know why she decided to say this, but it's pretty spectacular, and I love her. Because oxymoron. I do. Why your friend right here is a Republican? We had She's this not, conversation. Tell, tell me you do. You say you feel like it's an oxymoron that you're Catholic, but you also are pro-life. I, I don't understand either. No, you, you don't understand yourself. Then you have you have disagreements. I understand that you myself. Don't, I don't understand I, either of this. But it's not a personal conversation. Yeah. We're going. I don't like we're, I we're don't. having a personal conversation about about CNN I, I don't and how black can get leads. And I don't understand Latino Republicans. Well, here's I what I. But, but here's here's the, today, this is not about me, and it's not about you. It's about celebrating Corinne Jean Pierre. And I think we should. We can agree on that. 
Yeah. Oh, that's the trick. Yeah. I forgot they were talking about yeah, the trick. Yeah, dude. That's what's so good about that. They're talking about <laughs> the new press secretary. I, told, Mike, you I know totally what forgot who they were talking about. Well, they were talking about her qualifications, <laughs> obviously, dude. That's what they were talking about. And it just went into it. <laughs> It was a discussion about black and who's black, who's not black. Well, not only black and who's black, but like how dare, how could you possibly be black and a Republican? What a weird brainwash for people to not think that people of all races could vote a certain way. It's really bizarre to me. Yeah. Or, no, it's very racist to say all black people think this way. It is. Or and any so people. Yeah. I mean, there. It's just bizarre <laughs> to me that. Um, Plus, I would just counter with Democrats. I'm a black, let's say I'm a black man who's 34 years old. What have you done for me in my lifetime? Very good question. Right? Yeah. What have you done for black people in the past 30 years? Clinton locked them all up. <laughs> That's right. So. That's right. What have you done since? And look. I'm just perplexed by someone having the gall to look another human who is black in, in the face and say, I don't understand how you're Republican. What? <laughs> That's an outrageous thing to say to somebody, in my opinion. Yeah. Why, why do you not understand I'm a Republican? Because of my skin color? Well then you're a racist. <laughs> and yeah. maybe that's why I'm not on your side, because a lot of it's people on even... your side think that way. It, 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 it's really perplexing to me where we're at it, with the conversation politically now. These shows, I almost love them more now because it's kind of exposing that, like, I don't know what mentality is. Maybe it's an older mentality, but there's something going on with this concept of, oh, you vote this way, so you must be, you know what a evil or like it's weird how people are thinking this way and i've obviously they're being brainwashed on some level through media and whatnot but i i'm just uh the way the like um the like almost disgust in her voice like i just don't even understand how you could be that skin color and vote that way like what does my politics have to do with my skin color? It has more to do with what kind of governance I want in my community, what kind yes. of safety I want on my streets, how where I want my tax dollars spent by the government, I how much I'm taxed. Like maybe there's a lot of financial, economic, and socioeconomic and, and sociopolitical things involved that have nothing to do with these weird little talking points and bumper sticker ideas the left seems to love to focus on, dude. It's all about the bumper sticker slogan for them. That's all it is. Yeah. It's crazy. <coughs> yeah, talking points. The talking Quick points. bits that you could do like one minute on CNN. Literally. And and what were they talking about, dude? They were talking about this new press secretary, which, by the way, what a move, man. What a move. So now how... It, this is basically the, the Biden administration saying, try and um, challenge us now, Peter Ducey. Oh, yeah, you know, you have to like her. You have to agree with her. You have to like her. Otherwise, you're a bigot, a racist, a sexist. Yes. There's no disagreeing. Peter Ducey, you're a straight white man. Yeah. Don't even dare. Don't even dare. It's a it's a weird move. And and there, oh, by the way, do you know who this woman's uh wife is? Or partner? Who? She uh, works for CNN. Is it a black woman? I don't I don't know. <laughs> don't tell me it's a white woman. That would be so funny. I think 
Well, I'm not going to make assumptions, but. Because that's what, like, now the far, far left is getting, is really mad at Biden. Because he only picks black right. people who are, mar- who are married to white people. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so you can funny. Never, you, you can never be enough. You can never be never woke enough, enough man. It, no. It's never enough. No. How do you just. How do you how do people live their lives trying to appease this uh mentality? It I, it sounds exhausting to, to live in oh, that world. I couldn't imagine. That's why they all look like they're 140. <laughs> That's just... Nancy Pelosi, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, she looks rough. She's having a rough time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why they're bringing in the new blood, man. The Janine, wasn't this chick on CNN also or MSNBC or something? I feel like I've seen her before. She seems very, so. very familiar. Like, uh, I don't know. She's got to have some sort of previous gig with, the media they always do or they go into media like jen they go Pisaki. into media after it. yeah jen, well she signed with msnbc now i believe yeah oh she's gonna make a ton of money yeah oh yeah especially she's gonna write some books oh it's gonna be good good for jen <sighs> her and peter Ducey. that's right <laughs> you think they're gonna the run away off into oh, the sunset yeah. together oh, they're running off dude they've been fucking i'm telling you that's my theory <laughs> They have been fucking, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you. I've been jerking off to it just thinking about it. I mean. Do you see it, Pisaki? Yeah. There is a lot of sexual tension going on oh, right there. So much, you know? <laughs> she just fucking Amazon woman's him like every night after he asked her all those questions. Oh, yeah? You think she takes out all that? Oh yeah! Frustration and oh, rage, yeah. and you think oh, she's yeah. oh man? Okay, I see where. What does he after. think about late-term abortion? Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had to ask me three times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see it. I could totally. Oh, I, yeah, I definitely see it. Yeah. Well, it's how he gets that uh, nice spot right up front in the second row. Oh, every time, yeah. He gets the, re- you know, probably, he gets good lighting, I feel like. I think there there might be something up to that. I oh, yeah, right. they're begging, dude, for sure. Th- <laughs> it's going to come out. This this is a theory I can really get behind. The Deucey Peppermint Patty relationship. You heard it first on Dude Man. I've been saying it for a long time. They're fucking. And there you have it, folks. Yeah. <laughs> It's official. <laughs> At least I hope they are. They really should. They really yeah, should. there's clearly a lot of tension. I mean, they should really... If there's that much energy, no yeah. matter what it is, that would be great sex. You yeah. know Do you see Peppermint Patty? Stop denying your urges and your temptations and your desires. Just do it. Although, could you imagine a red-headed Ducey? <laughs> <laughs> We already got two deuces. 
Oh, man. Well, she's gone now. She'll be off to MSNBC. We got this new gal. This should be interesting. I think she's taking over at maybe the worst time for the Biden administration. That but... is the worst job in the world. I mean... Yeah, no matter what, well, you, you have to, you're a liar. What That's they, what you have to what do. What would they have to offer you to take that job right now? I mean, the payout's got to be good. I guarantee you get the book deals. Yeah. Uh, the you guaranteed think there's like a guaranteed media gig. spot? Yeah, dude, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was thinking. They all end up at CNN, MSNBC. If it's on the right, they go over to Fox. Like, uh, Remember the guys? For uh, Bush's administration, they all ended up on Fox, and then, you know, that's how it all works. It's media relations. Such a bad job. Such a shitty job. Maybe. Maybe it's all an act. Uh. You know, it well, technically, right now, it is definitely an act. They literally constructed this whole studio for Biden and everybody. They're like literally not even in the White House. It's so bizarre. And they're not even hiding it. They just said, yeah, we can't put a teleprompter in the Oval Office. Yes, so. yes. What the fuck? N- not just a teleprompter, they couldn't put enough <clears throat> because he's constantly wandering. You notice that he's looking like yeah. in all these different directions. So what I yeah. think they do is they just like they he's Put like so, it's like a dome. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Professor Xavier in the X Men when he walks into the yeah. into the dome. Yeah, that's essentially. <laughs> they, have, they have that like eye tracking system that just puts it wherever his eyes are looking. <laughs> What you're seeing is he's actually trying to look away. He just can't. He literally can't. He's, he's trying to avoid the words, but he just can't. It's just all around him. <laughs> you know that day he uh, shook the hands with the ghost. Yes. They just turned. They turned off the machine too quick. He got got confused. Yeah, yeah. Which way to it was go, actually a know? light flare. That's right from the shutting off of the dome. It's oh my god. That's it. <laughs> Do you know the yeah, I don't know what you're so now in the um, Disney Plus and uh, Marvel all all these um, superhero um, shows especially the shows it's a little more low budget but they're doing it in the movies a lot too and I think this is similar to what they did for Avatar but they basically actually create in this inside uh, facility like a dome and you go into it and they project in real time the CGI um scenario from the scene onto the this platform that is domed around the actors and the actors are essentially you know playing out the scene in front of this cgi dome <clears throat> and uh what yes they're, they're totally definitely doing this and for uh, like i said it's very common for this the, the uh, disney plus and marvel shows that they're doing in order to create seemingly realistic cgi supernatural effects but also keeping it low budget right there's no way they're not using this for biden (laughs) there's absolutely no way yes apps they are definitely biden is stepping into this dome i don't even think the reporters are really in the room with him 
I think no, he's. No, they're definitely there. I don't think so, man. This, <laughs> this guy, look, and this is coming from the. I still almost still believe that he is the animatronic animatronic machine from Chuck E. Cheese that rolls out. You know, I believe that. I does. definitely believe that. <laughs> he but, died during the uh, election. During the election, yeah, he's been like yeah. some sort of CGI hologram, holographic kind of thing, and he's. I'm telling you, I. I I've literally believed this for a long time, but now more than ever, because they're totally admitting to the stage and, and the the fake White House, like, okay, so this is all CGI. You guys can do this with Disney Plus shows. You definitely could do this with anything you're doing from the White House. No doubt about it. So that's my mm. Biden theory, if you will. Mm. And it makes the most sense. The guy's just, especially if he could just fall over at any moment. Yeah. Which it kind of seems like, that's where he's at. <laughs> That's why they're sending Jill Biden out to Ukraine, dude. Dad, why would you send the first lady to a war zone? I, like what? What? Two weeks after sending uh, it, the Speaker of the House. It's a war zone? Like, you're showing me on the news mass graves and bombings, and this is a war zone, and then you sent the first lady? Yeah. Why? They did. They did. That's it. Did none of that Ukraine hasn't made sense. You say first lady, Mike, have some respect, bruh. That's Dr. Jill Biden. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dr. First Lady. I'm sorry. Was she going over there to educate the Ukrainians? I don't get what what was. (laughs) No, she was there to talk about schools and stuff and, you know, Bono. And then they're like, wait, no, look at Bono. It's Bono. I keep forgetting he was there. And so did the Ukrainians. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. The video's jarring. It's an it looks like it's in a cafeteria and these guys are it's like a like a you know, a uh, what is it called? Uh, like a folk band, you know, with acoustic instruments and they're dancing and it's yeah. very cheap. And then right off to the side of these guys is Bono. And he's it's Bono. I don't know how to, you know, Bono. He's all black with the glasses, the sunglasses. He's in this dark inside room, and uh, he's singing with them, and it's weird. It's very bizarre. It makes no sense. It it makes about as much sense as uh, Sean Penn being there for like a month. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? What Sean- I'm sure he was filming a documentary of some sort, but like... The there's all these weird stri- like photo op things going on, and they're with these old school guys who used to do the photo ops and the and back when we were younger. And I'm starting to think, man, all that shit from the '90s is just a bunch of photo ops. And we've it been, was. We've been getting oh, played for, for a lot longer than we realize, man. <laughs> yeah, it's just more obvious now. Yeah. yeah. Well, now it's obvious because okay, you're bringing out Bono again. Okay, well you've been doing this Bono. for 40 years now. Uh, I feel like uh, you know. <laughs> In the black suit. Yeah, can we change the script a little? <laughs> like, got the tragedy, Yo, how, bring up Bono. How long before the uh, Bono outfit gets determined to be black body? And you can no longer... <laughs> 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 like black face. Like you can no longer wear all black. No, it's black body. Oh, man. Black leather. I'm pretty sure he's rocking black leather. I think that's what it's he's It's black doing. leather. Oh, that's what I mean. That's like... That's, it's one step away from black skin, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> appropriation <laughs> black, black body dude <laughs> yeah man bono is there at the same time as the first lady such a weird uh you know 
grouping. There's some other. There's a few other famous people there. They're all in Poland, by the way. Poland's the place to be right now. Apparently. I guess so. Really, what bizarre. is going on? That is, yeah, that's really bizarre. You notice we haven't talked anything <clears throat> in over a month on Ukraine, but we've talked about all these goofball characters who are associating themselves with Ukraine almost every week. Right, there's some dude. nut job that is linked with this for absolutely no reason. It, again, yeah, first right. lady Dr. Jill Biden is there this week with Bono. We had uh the first lady there Chuck Schumer, Chuck Schumer with dude. Zelensky and his mook thugs walking around outside like <laughs> looking tough in photo ops, you know? Like <laughs> I'm pretty sure Chuck Schumer lost a battle with a pickle jar this week, right? And he's going to go over there and help him in the battle against the Russians. Hey, Mike, kosher dill, of, co- of course. Uh, yeah, kosher dill. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we said, dude. But it's, it's really bizarre, man. There's a, this is a, like a, a weird show. It's a weird show. It's been the wag the dog, as we've talked about since the beginning. And I feel like they're running out of important players to toss over there. And the really actual famous people... They said Bono. They already they ran out a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) They ran out like 10 people ago. Okay, they're at Bono. I haven't seen him since he dropped that ridiculous album on everybody's iPhone for free that nobody fucking wanted. I'll never let you live that down, you fucking asshole, dude. Yeah, that was literally, I think that ended his career. I'm like, dude, no, nobody in the world knew how to delete music from their iTunes until this asshole dropped his album for free. You know how hard it was to delete that shit off my fucking iTunes? It kept fucking coming back. Like, no, I don't want it. Every time I upgraded, every time I got a new phone, it would come off the cloud. I don't I want this fucking album yeah <laughs> fuck that asshole dude yeah well he's in what kind of asshole just what kind of asshole just gives his, his his whole album everybody's gonna want it nobody wants that shit come on man <laughs> i think their sales on their albums at the time were down and this you was think? this was right after i feel like this is like post napster slightly if I'm not mistaken with my timing. Oh no, this was dude, this was way after now. This was like four years ago. No, was this four years uh, ago? Yeah, no, no, maybe I, thought, six I was years thinking ago. this was more like 2010. Dude, I didn't even own an iPhone until like 2015. Yeah, you're right. So those had to be like Yeah. Less than oh, five no, dude, years this ago. Was, yeah, this was probably like 2015, 14, 15. 14-ish. I'm gonna say it was before the Trump years. <clears throat> And that's oh, what yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. And it oh, feels maybe. like something the Obama administration would let happen. So that's <laughs> <laughs> right up Obama's lane. I feel like nah, uh, Big Mike is a big fan, so that's why they let it uh, happen. Even Obama would have fucking sent out a drone strike on this shit. <laughs> yeah, well, <clears throat> Ukraine's oh, that album funny. was terrible. We yeah, never so. talk Ukraine, no, but uh, Bono's there. You're right. We just went off on a tangent on Bono. <laughs> like, Every can't, time, you like, can't talk about Ukraine. <laughs> I never throw it in our notes for the show. It, it, it's such a, it's a nobody topic. And I, when we did talk about it, it, like legitimately, like we listened to some clips. We were uh, shooting some videos back and forth to each other, and all you and I kept saying at the time was, 
there's something off about the production value here and kind of what they're showing us and yeah it just felt kind of fake i not that it's not happening but there was just the infer there was a gap in the information and uh i really now more than ever i feel like they're struggling really hard to get people to watch because maybe people aren't paying attention because it is kind of bull yeah dude of course and they're they're trying so hard to make it world war three it's not yes nobody cares uh, you're right, dude. We we talked about it, but then like three weeks in, it was like three or four weeks in, I remember thinking I do not want to talk about it at all. And then I looked, and it wasn't even... We we didn't even mention it. No, Mike. What happened was the slap heard round the world occurred. The slap. <laughs> yeah, you're right. How could I forget? How could I forget about the slap? It was the slap heard round the world, and then Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard, and we 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 just never got out of that whirlwind. Yeah, you're right. Still, the even slap, now, Emma slap. Emma will be like, you be like. Watch this. Check out what Amber Heard said. To this. And I'm like, oh my god! It's like this is all anybody is thinking and talking about right now. Like, like Zelensky in Ukraine, they can't keep up with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. They <laughs> <laughs> got no chance. Zelensky, you really need to start banging a semi-good actress, okay? And then let her beat the shit out of you a couple times. Maybe chop off a finger or two. Come on, buddy. Is your heart in this or not? What's going on? <laughs> Actually, I think I saw a report Zelensky's going to show up at the next award show and uh, Will Smith is going to slap him, actually. That's what the rumor. That's the rumor. That's the rumor. Oh, Jada, uh, cannot wait for uh, Jane 2. Oh. <laughs> Here it comes. Oh, what is this? <laughs> it's Will Smith saying hi. <laughs> yeah, man, it's coming. The next award show. Dude, that is genius. That would be so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's a fucking Ukrainian comedian. Like oh yeah, drunk. yeah. Or they could do, uh, or Zelensky could offer a peace treaty between Will Smith and Chris Rock, and they fly out there, and that's where Will Smith <laughs> slaps Zelensky. <laughs> Full circle. Full fucking circle. Oh man, that's so good. We're almost there. That's the kind of world I want to live in. Now that we're talking about slaps, that fucking article, the fucking uh, 20 beautiful uh, mother-daughter duos. Yes. Bro, so for those of you who haven't seen it, it's on uh, TMZ, and they talk, the, the title was 20 mother-daughter duos, dot, 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 Whoa, mama. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so this is going to be some 20 hot mother-daughter duos, right? The first four are, or five are unbelievable. 
you're like, holy shit, damn, like, damn, I, I didn't even know some of these were mother daughters, you know, beautiful actresses. I think Reese Witherspoon's like four. Yeah, or something, it's Gwen, right? Gwyneth Paltrow and Gwyneth Apple Paltrow. Martin. Number one, number two is uh, Jennifer J Lo and uh, her daughter M A Munoz. Oh my god. Uh, number three, who we were talking about earlier, uh, Reese Witherspoon Reese, and her yeah, daughter yeah, yeah. Ava Philippi. And you literally can't. You can almost not even tell the difference. Um, Demi Moore and her daughter uh, Rumor Willis. Oh, and then it gets, you're like, okay, this is going to get better and better, right? The number six, uh, yeah, Hillary no- Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Hillary and Chelsea Clinton. What the fuck? Chelsea's not even hot enough to make this list. You think that fucking bag of fucking slop that she calls a mother is good enough to make? Get the fuck out of here. What kind of bullshit is this? Here's- oh, my God. How did they get six when... Cindy Crawford <laughs> and her daughter is at number eight. What? No, nowhere in the universe what? is Hillary Clinton between Reese Witherspoon and Cindy Crawford. On no scale, on no anything, is she between those two people. And amazingly, in honor of our recent Will Smith discussion and slapping, Jada and Will Smith are right snug number in there. Number seven. seven. Yeah. I it. That's why it made dude, me think Cindy, of it. Dude, Cindy Crawford, by the way, smoking. So hot, She's dude. Like I know. Ageless. Oh, my yes. God. No, I'm telling you, every woman on this list, you like can't believe how good they look. And what I love about that list is I know you asked a uh, good surgeon or good genes. The thing is, most of them don't have a lot of plastic surgery. They're not Botoxed out. They're not all. So that's really what I think the key is. Oh, is I, having a I, surgeon that, that doesn't do too much. You <laughs> like know? A nip and a tuck is what you're saying? Just like maybe a little bit. You know, I understand they do a little bit to look younger and stuff. The heavy surgeon work, I don't know. I, I, it gets, gets bad. Oh, dude, but then it gets better and better because it's well, clearly yeah. political now. It, it is Funny, yeah, Madonna and Lords. Oh, Madonna, get the fuck out. Madonna and Hillary, you guys belong on a list together somewhere else. (laughs) Okay? Fucking ugly bitches from the 90s. (laughs) (laughs) Bitches from the 90s that didn't age well, you know? I just, are they going on looks with this or fame? Frank, the title said, the title said, Whoa Mama. Whoa Mama. You're going to say, whoa, mama, for Hillary Clinton? That's Okay, so they're indicating these are famous, hot, mother-daughter duos, right? Every the, other yes. one is well, a beautiful well, right mother-daughter. After, Christy Brinkley and her daughter, Sailor Brinkley Cook. Like, yeah. Uh, then we, uh, we got Goldie Hawn and Kate Hudson. I didn't even know they were fucking mother-daughter, but... That's crazy. We got picture of people's with uh, people with masks on. I can't handle that. Oh, uh, up yeah. here at number thirteen, Chris Jenner and Kim Kardashian. All right, Mike. Yeah, that's uh, uh, your really favorite. I didn't agree with that one. I really don't think they're that attractive. I'm surprised they didn't sneak Pete Davidson in that spot right there uh, somehow. You know, like, <laughs> uh, and Pete Davidson is in the picture. Pete, I keep telling you, hit it up. <laughs> Lisa Bonet, Bonet and Zoe Kravitz at 15. Oh, yeah. Damn. I didn't know that was mother-daughter either. Crazy. And, Mike, we reviewed The Batman, which right. you Zoe vehemently Kravitz. did not enjoy. <laughs> and, did not. Unwatchable. And, quote, unquote, 
Unwatchable. Unwatchable. <laughs> Starring Zoe Kravitz, which, to my shock, the daughter of Lenny Kravitz. Uh, yeah. Crazy. Um, we got, I don't even know half, who half these people are, too. I know. The, the, the point is, the last one. Well, we're we're cruising through some Meryl Streep oh, yeah. and her daughter. Oh, who, I don't know what's happening there. And uh, Uma Thurman <laughs> and Maya oh, Hawk. Yeah. I didn't know they were fucking mother daughter, but that makes sense once you see them together. I, that's, that's crazy. crazy. This is a crazy list. Mike, this is blowing my mind. Melanie Griffith and Dakota Johnson at nineteen. Pretty crazy. Yeah. All right, this is wild. Crazy. And then here we go, rounding out the list. Number twenty. Number this 20. is the top of the list, right? This is the top of the list. It's got to be the best one. I can't wait because we passed up all these hotties. Who is it, Frank? Oh, Mike, it's a twofer. It's Malia, Sasha, Obama, and their father, Michael. Makes the list after oh, all. Fucking, fucking big, big, Mike. Oh, big Mike. Big Mike. Oh man! I couldn't believe it. I, how do you get that shave down so close? You can't even see the stubble. So it's incredible. <laughs> you know what the secret is? You have a secret service guy do it. <laughs> big Mike in the house. Big all right. Mike. He also does her balls. <laughs> Well, Frank, I uh, only make her do the ball. Uh, just don't like the friction. <laughs> oh, man. Big Mike and the daughters rounding out I can't out believe the list. She, dude, Michelle Obama and Hillary Clinton made the list so, of 20 beautiful mother-daughter. Yeah. That is, come Whoa, on, mama. Whoa. Mama. Whoa, mama. Whoa, mama. Come on. I, I'm pretty shocked by that list. Um, totally political without a doubt. <laughs> and the only, I mean, I can maybe give you the Hillary one because the whole point is that the mom looks like the daughter, you know? Sure. And you're right because uh, what's her name looks so shitty that she looks like a 60 year old woman. Fucking <laughs> <Look at> Chelsea. <laughs> and, uh, hey, dude. They both look fucking disgusting. No Melania and Ivanka. Well, they're not mother daughters. I know, but you know. Eh, yeah, but they're there's not. There's a little relation going on there. Yeah, I don't know, mother daughter. I think it's a banging combo. At least you could at least throw it on the list. Like, <laughs> no, come no, on. No, no, no. I'm just. Saying, oh, I mean, that's definitely the sexiest in the that ever went to the White House. They buried but, the dude. fact that we had one of the hottest. Uh, first ladies in the first history of America, they just like totally buried that, and they still bury no, my it. Whole point, no, my point is, dude, there was no reason to put them on that list. Just leave them off and have the 18 top, and it's a great list, right? Like, what was even the point of throwing them on there? They didn't belong on there at all. And I promise there are some way more famous and attractive couple, uh, mother-daughter combinations out there. Oh, I guarantee I guarantee it. it. I'm, I, you know what, Mike? I guarantee there's two. I guarantee there's at least two out there. At least two. Yeah, yeah. Two. Yeah. But no, two. they they had to opt for uh, Hillary and Chelsea, probably the most shocking out of it. 
The that o- was the most shocking. The Obamas, moment. I'm not too shocked because they've literally put uh, Big Mike and uh, <laughs> company on everything as far. Well, as I would argue. The I would argue Kennedys his daughters and are, all that. His daughters are beautiful. They're lovely ladies, absolutely. So I would argue that his husband. I, I'm sure some find him attractive. I think Mike has lovely features as well. Definitely. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> She's a handsome fella. <laughs> Frag, I believe he wants to be called beautiful. Come on. <laughs> you know what I love, dude? It is uh when I make a mistake and then you make it the title of the episode. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> that, that last one just made me think of it because that one episode you made the you made the title um no, we're we're woman. She's a birthing person, <laughs> and I meant to say, I meant to say no. We could be woman. She's a birthing person. Like, it is so funny. <laughs> it's funnier that we are the women. Another like making a mistake on the podcast and it becomes the, t- the title. <laughs> That's why we do it. <laughs> Well, kudos to Big Mike and company. I'm glad they made the list, and um, yeah. you know I'm happy for Chelsea and Hill Bill. Uh, you know they're in there; they have to be. It, but I'm just look. I think there's some attractive people on the right. <laughs> you could have threw them on there. Let me just say here, right? It's a list of 20 old women <laughs> and 20 daughters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's 40 women. There's only 38 on that list that Bill would. F- you know? <laughs> <laughs>